Welcome to the Zestly Life Podcast. At Zestly, we offer you the opportunity to stop seeing yourself through shattered lenses, but rather reconnect with your mind, body, and soul and love the life you're living. We're passionate about uplifting moms and creating a safe and supportive community for all. Doing this mom thing is no easy task, and you have to make sure you are mentally and emotionally on top of your game. We are here to support you and provide you with the tools to live your most joyful life. The Zestly podcast is brought to you by Kirsten Hay, who's an integrative health coach, and Amy Howard, who's a yoga teacher, life coach, and a Reiki practitioner. Without further ado, here's the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Zesty Life. Today, we are speaking to Bernice Pitsilis, a registered dietitian, and we're going to touch on all things nourishment from prenatal to postnatal to some very interesting stuff we've got on DNA. So I just want to get in, Bernice to introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about you and where you're from and what brought you into the field that you are in now. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and just give a bit more information from all of the experience I've had in terms of nutrition, genetic testing especially in the field of um, pregnancy and nutrition in that, in that area. So I'm a registered dietitian. I've been practicing now for oh, about 10 years, so been a while, been around the block. Um, I've been in clinical work, so doing hospital work in private practice, in retail. So it's really nice to, to see all areas of nutrition that you can bring that into practice when seeing patients or giving advice. Um, lots of people don't really understand what supplements to be using or what tools to be using when going through these different phases, like let's say pregnancy. And so it's really nice to use um, things like genetic testing, giving recommendations where needed, um, and then just obviously nutritional advice. And um, yeah, that, that's basically me. <laughs> Amazing. So tell me now, do you, would you say you have a lot of moms that come to see you? We definitely have um, quite a bit of, yeah, moms, I think it's shifted now from not just nutrition when you're pregnant, but more about preconception. Obviously, fertility is a big area these days. Mm. I think there's lots lots of moms that are coming in, or not moms, but women coming in, wanting to know how they can improve their chances for fertility, or they're thinking about falling pregnant, want to be a bit healthier. So I think we, we've shifted the mindset now to not just in that moment, how can I improve my health, but a little bit more broader and I want to be healthy all around and in general, mm. which is great to see. Okay, so I think in the field of nutrition, there's so many, like, there's so many things out there, you know, as, as, like you mentioned. How do we, how would you say like a mom can keep herself on track or do you know what I'm trying to say? Like there's so, there's an influx of information and we're always researching, is it the keto diet? Is it this diet? Is it that diet? What is your take on nutrition for in general first let's just talk in general for women yeah I think definitely factoring in um, not just a diet you know I don't think we really need to be focusing on what diet works for you but more focusing on how can I be healthier and that's the shift we need to get to is that mind shift of I don't need to be skinny or I don't need to look like somebody on a magazine but I just want to be healthier so we factor in a lot more than just what you eat it's your hormones, it's blood tests, it's genetic predispositions, it's your environment, it's your um, access to food, your budget. There's a lot more that goes into it than just a diet. Mm. And I think that's what we need. To, and that's why seeing a professional, talking through all of that, your mental health, mm. you know, all of those things play a role in your nutritional choices mm. and 
your outcomes at the end of your health outcomes. Mm-hmm. When it comes to pregnancy or preconception, again, we're looking at health more than just the diet itself. Um, there's so many nutrients that are important during pregnancy for mom and for baby. Um, there's higher requirements that are needed because obviously now you your body's going through big changes, your hormones are going through changes, so we need to adjust that um, diet or adjust kind of your food choices during pregnancy. So it's not only, I think lots of moms go, oh, I'm good for pregnant but I don't want to get fat, I don't want to put on weight and that's mm. the focus but it, it shouldn't be. It should be what food choices am I making to fuel my body and to fuel baby's um, you know, growth and mm. help with that and not just about the weight loss or the weight um, element mm. in that regard. Obviously we look at that and it's important to monitor but there's other elements um, as mm. well. See, like when I fell pregnant, I um, I was 62 kilograms, so I thought I was really cool and nice and skinny, and I fell pregnant, and I also went on this journey of I don't want to pick up weight, and I exercised, and I did everything, but my body skyrocketed to 93 kilograms, mm-hmm. and I, do, I think that was the a part of that, and this is my coaching um, opinion on it, is that a lot of what I held on to was the stress of picking up weight, so therefore I just picked up weight. Mm. You know, and I did it again in my second pregnancy, so mm. what what was I actually doing the whole time? And I wasn't really eating badly. I was still moving my body and eating mm. okay, mm. but I still plummeted to 93. Yeah. You know, sometimes do you think that some people just do that? Or do you think it's stress-related, or do you think it's... Yeah, I think it's, I think it's definitely a combination of, of different things. If it's stress-related, if it's... Um, cravings, if you're feeling tired and flat, mm-hmm. remember there's lots of hormone changes. So it could be attributed to a lot of those areas. Obviously, there are certain, um, we do expect weight gain and it is important. And then, of course, afterwards, that support afterwards is really needed. So if you mm-hmm. have walked that journey, let's afterwards assist you. You know, things like breastfeeding do help moms with losing weight. There's amazing programs, exercise programs for pregnant women, um, for post-pregnant women, you know, with their babies. You can get into those programs. So there's a lot of options these days. I think we're so fortunate that we have these tools and these resources available to help us in any way possible. Um, And I just think the, I mean, the stress part, you'll see in the genetic testing, there's actually... um, there's a gene that we look at and if you have a sort of an elevated support area if that's almost a variation on that gene for stress that can pass through the placenta and you can pass it on to baby so it's really important to understand mom's environment and to reduce that stress as much as possible look we all stress it's a it happens and you're a little bit anxious maybe even if it's the first pregnancy um, but you know we can identify that in your test in your DNA test and help support that as much as possible to reduce um, it being passed over you know to baby mm. that's just an example okay um, and, and I think I think our area of focus when it comes to pregnancy and nutrition is thinking about this first thousand days of life and the World Health Organization basically backs us, they've brought it in, but it's where nutrition starts at preconception for baby. And so everything you're doing, every vitamin you're drinking, your exercise, your stress, your lifestyle factors are already being are already influencing baby's DNA 
and their nutrition going forward. So it all starts with from preconception to two years of age is that first thousand days of life where you can have an influence. So the thousand days includes before you actually are pregnant? Yeah, preconception. Wow. So How long is pre Well, so generally it's like from when you basically fall pregnant, okay. um, you know, we're starting it then. But when we say preconception, we're saying that mindset needs to change it. If you started to think about falling pregnant, let's say you've um, taken your morena out or you've left your pill and you've actually said, actually said, okay, we want to try now. That's when it, we want you to be healthy before that. But that's mm. when it starts is to say, right, let's look at folate in the diet. Let's look at, you know, certain, certain nutrients that can help with detoxification, etc. So preconception is really that time when you've started to... Um, think about falling pregnant and, mm-hmm. and improving those chances and then from when baby when basically you, you find out that you are pregnant all that happens for two years that's when development organ, like your organ development happens the baby's brain develops the most in this time um, again your stress can have an effect on baby so and right up to two years I think a lot of moms after pregnancy go, okay, baby's here now, yeah. I'm done, you know, we don't. And then I suppose, and I understand that, like you're so tired, you're busy the whole time, it's something new, you don't always have that focus on yourself. Yes. Um, that self-care, that, you know, where am I, how am I doing, you know. So it's really important to, to remember that your, your health influences baby and if you're tired and you're not healthy obviously that's going to have a direct effect so yeah and I think that's something we see a lot with Cecily and the moms we work with is that you know before you have a baby then everyone gets healthy and you look after this baby and you know when baby's in your tummy and it's this beautiful phase in life then you have baby and you almost find that mom falls off the radar all of a sudden like you just said her self-care is not important her mental health is no longer important now it's everything baby 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 and that's exactly what we try and do here with Zesley is we try and get moms to like reconnect with themselves and like really look after yourself and nourish yourself because if you are nourished you'll be able to nourish Baby. baby so looking at your the preconception stage what would you say would be like big tips for women looking to fall pregnant what are, like give me top three nutritional you know from your expertise so definitely um weight management sorting that out if you are somebody who's a little bit overweight and you know you're not really exercising or cleaning up the diet you know that's an area that we need to focus on is currently looking at what are we doing, what are our food choices, and how can we clean that up a little bit. If you're a corporate mom and you're working all the time and you're not really eating um, regular meals, how can we improve that? How can we make sure that you're actually having consistent, good food choices in your daily diet? Are you exercising? What is your mental health status like as well? Do we need to bring in a bit of meditation or a yoga or Pilates or something like that in just to reduce those you know, stress levels. So just looking at your environment, where you're at, and from a diet and lifestyle and exercise point of view, how can we you know, tweak that a little bit and clean it up a bit? Okay. Then we look at supplementation, which is um, really understanding, first of all, from your diet, what is missing and how can we improve that, um, those nutritional requirements, maybe through some supplementation. Folate is really, really important to folic acid, um, which is, is good for fertility, also good for the quality of the egg. And then, of course, those congenital, those um, spinning bifidas and, and those kind of conditions when you are pregnant. Now, where the genetic testing comes in is we can identify if you have a gene that 
tells if you can break down folic acid into folate, the active form that your body needs. Now, folate comes in your dark leafy vegetables, so you can get it in the diet. But if you are taking a supplement and you can't break that folic acid down, we need to change it to an active folate supplement. Okay. So, um, yeah, looking at vitamin D, looking at iron, those are all areas or nutrients that are important um, to look at supplements in. Of course, we first want to work with a healthcare professional, do the test, like test your vitamin D, test your iron, to not over-supplement, or, you know, basically that can create toxicity, and then curating something for you in terms of a multivitamin. And then, as I've mentioned now, um, I only like using the DNA testing because it helps us to focus on areas where we need to work on for you. So... The whole thing about DNA testing is it's personalized. It's on this base on the concept of personalized medicine. What, what, where is your area of focus? Because you might be struggling with inflammation and detoxification, for example, which has an effect on preterm birth, pregnancy losses, that that sort of thing. Um, but somebody else might need to work on lipid metabolism and sort out their cholesterol profile, maybe progesterone, that sort of thing. And so this helps us just to so we don't give you an overload of information and try and just intervene in every place, but that we can focus that intervention at the end of the day. Sure. So those, I think those are the three. It's just basically cleaning everything up, tweaking what's currently in you, because you don't want to change everything. I mean, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're the working mom and you love working till 10 o'clock at night and that's just who you are, you're this corporate bunny, you want to be successful, we don't need to change that. We just need to make sure that you're staying healthy in that mm-hmm. environment and optimizing that environment. And then, obviously, supplementation, because we need those extra, that extra help uh, preconception and during pregnancy. And then using tools like DNA testing can really help. Okay. Yeah. Um, and now going through pregnancy, would you maintain the same concept? Similar concept, exactly. Um, obviously, the needs do change in terms of um, dietary needs, but supplementation, we would, we would keep pretty similar. Lots of women do have other conditions. We've got endometriosis, we've got your PCOS, we've mm. got all of those, which you have to factor in. But if we're talking the you know the broader scheme, we do those those concepts do stay you know the same throughout. Those okay. are like the focus areas. So now you've touched a little bit on this DNA testing. So what what is this all about, and what do what do you do actually, and what does it actually mean to like the normal person? I mean, I don't even understand it. <laughs> Yeah, so there's different genetic tests, and so you get your NIPT testing, which is basically your non-invasive prenatal testing, which Mm -hmm. is looking at baby's DNA. That's when they're doing the Down syndrome tests and and those tests, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not this, um, or it's not that. It's not NIPT. Um, As I mentioned, it's more modifiable um, genes or results that we're looking at for our mom's DNA. Okay, so... Um, what we're testing is we're all born with our DNA, we've inherited from mom and dad, um, but there are variations on our genes that can affect the outcome or the function of, of our bodies. And so we, we identify, and I use um, a D-analysis, the company that does this DNA testing, they basically test your um, genes and they identify where are their variations which can then have an effect on an outcome. So like let's say... Um, it's this methylation. So you've got the variation where you can't break down folic acid into folate, for example. We can identify that. And then the nice thing about it is it's modifiable. So our environment, our lifestyle, our 
our diet, our exercise can influence that variation and make sure that we're either turning this gene on or off to have the best outcome. And so it's all about what are your variations, what have we picked up, and how can we in your environment support that. Um, people think it's very scary to test the genetics. They don't always want to know the mm. information. They go, no, 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 I'd rather just not know. But we say it's rather empowering you with the most information so you know where to focus. Because okay. if you can make the change and you can influence it in a positive way, why not? Why would you not want that information? Yeah, definitely. Um, if, you need, if, you, if you've been told that eating more broccoli three days a week assists with reducing your risks for preterm birth because of the detoxification process, why would you not want to know that? Mm. Um, so it's more just empowering than saying to you, this is your risk. It's not diagnostic. It's more to say, here's this, this area that we can modify and how do we do it that way? Um, so yeah, so there's obviously different tests with the Grow Baby test from Genalysis. That is where we come in preconception or maybe in your first trimester of pregnancy or if you've had a previous pregnancy with a complication like preeclampsia, gestational diabetes, maybe mm. a pregnancy loss, that's where you can do this test to see what are my areas that I need to maybe focus on and tweak a little bit. And we really go into a lot of detail. It's, it's about saying, here's your area of elevated support, let's say detoxification. Now, we're all exposed to toxins. We're exposed to smoke and we're exposed to plastics and we're exposed to hair dyes and chemicals. And at the end of the day, if your body cannot break that down and get rid of it due to a variation on your gene, you know, it can have effects in your pregnancy outcomes. Mm. It can lead to preterm birth, for example. And so we then need to identify, right, there's that variation, and let's give you increased antioxidants. Let's give you some um, broccolis, cauliflowers, those types of things, because that goes and improves that um, outcome at the end of the day. It goes and supports that gene to help detox. You know, so that's just a simple example. And then, of course, we can give extra supplementation. Lots of moms do a multivitamin, but maybe you need a selenium, which is a great antioxidant. And that, for you specifically, needs to be added. And selenium comes, gets, uh, um, is really prevalent in Brazil nuts. So just yeah. two Brazil nuts a day gives you all the selenium you need. Wow. You know, so that's what we do. We factor that into your diet. Okay, so now we've spoken a bit about um, the Grow Baby. What Can you give me a little bit more of more examples of the things that you would be testing for yeah so i think i think it's really to iterate again this is not a diagnostic test but more to look at areas of focus for optimizing birth outcomes so i don't want moms to think this is a scary test it's supposed to be empowering so we're looking at birth phenotypes and a phenotype is the picture that you have in front of you you know how you look and so um, what we're looking at here is, are babies going to be carried to full term? You know, what, what area do we need to focus on, if that's come up for you in your results, of course, is um, do we need to give support to carry baby to full term? Do you have that, you know, um, area or an elevated support area where there might be a preterm, you know, birth? How do we optimize and make sure that doesn't happen? Um, you're small for gestational age or you're large for gestational age babies. So often some babies are just really, really small, very underweight or often actually very big. Those are all um, attributed to your genetics. And so we can determine, is that an area where we need to support that to reduce that, that risk or that happening? And then also for mum, which is very important, is, is the um, post, we actually test for postpartum depression 
sort of areas of focus as really yeah that's not interesting that is nice tell me more (laughs) yeah so what we're looking at there is your um your brain neurotransmitters that are involved in this postpartum depression so what we can pick up is is there an area of focus has this come up is there variation on these genes in that specific area that we need to support from the start to reduce that risk um, and that postpartum depression from happening. Hmm. And same thing, as I mentioned earlier, is there's actually a gene that we can test to see that stress axis, where mom is super stressed or somebody's really anxious. Do we need to support that to make sure it's not crossing the placenta to baby? Then how would you support that? So with nutrients and lifestyle, oh. um, yeah, lifestyle factors. So with certain nutrients, obviously, especially when it comes to brain health, we're looking at inflammation, we're looking at omega-3s or fatty fishes, those type of things. We're looking at um, your curcumin, which is anti-inflammatory, so turmeric. Mm-hmm. So um, including that more, your, your mono and polyunsaturated fats, so obviously your nuts, your seeds, your more plant fats, bringing that in. You know, we, we often have this westernized diet where it's saturated fats, it's our animal fats, it's our butters, it's our cheeses, but really focusing a bit more Mediterranean mm-hmm. can assist with this. Um, obviously your carbohydrate intake, your gut health, super important. Mm. So what we'll do is, and it sounds like everybody should be doing these, and there are great general health guidelines, mm. but what the test does is it will show you, um, for you specifically, let's go and work out a little GI, um, a little gut health program. You know, Let's see where you are in your gut health and let's optimize that. And with your diet, right, are we going to include curcumin in the diet or do we need an extra little supplementation mm-hmm. so that's where we're going to personalize it a little bit more tailored to you so just a question on gut health because that's also an area that i'm very fascinated in what um can you do a dna testing in gut health you can it's not it's not okay. a dna test but you are testing your you can do a do microbiome it. test yes um, what we t- where the gut has a huge influence especially when it comes to stress and anxiety and stuff is 90% of our serotonin, our happy mm. hormone is producing our gut. And so when we're looking at um, our neurotransmitters, our DNA of our neurotransmitters, our almost areas of focus um, of are you producing enough serotonin, what is your mm. levels of dopamine, serotonin, adrenaline, which all kind of keeps us in, in check. Um, there we will then identify that might be an area of focus and so gut health is super important because we we already know we have to focus on serotonin but gut health is is the main driver there. Um, So we always always work back to gut health from some of our genetic results at the end of the day. But there are, there's definitely some functional tests, so genalysis um, is paired with Nordic laboratories, which then do these functional tests where you can actually do like a GI map. You can basically look at what bugs are in your gut at the moment and is there an imbalance and how do we improve it. So we always suggest some functional tests off the back of these for, for further diagnosis um, going forward. And then, yeah, I mean, I think just in terms of the rest of the grow baby, so we're looking at those phenotypes and then we're also looking at um, those risk areas or areas of elevated support um, for preeclampsia, for gestational diabetes, and obviously preeclampsia can lead to that preterm birth, which mm. you know we see often. And then um, your gestational diabetes, as I mentioned, obviously those congen- those conditions like your spina bifidas, etc. How are we how are we helping them? And um, pregnancy losses, and then DNA copying, because remember you are 
helping baby grow and your influence is influencing in their DNA copying. So methylation is this it's like DNA repair. It's like the mechanic for your body. It's where your body's constantly repairing its DNA so that it can give that message over to the cells to mm. function. And so that methylation has an has an effect on babies methylation and DNA copying. So you it's almost like a reset for them. You are influencing how that happens. Um, and that's what we we can test and help you with um, improving. Sure. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, so much to do. <laughs> so tell me, um, what is your opinion on how the nutrition advice for pregnant, pregnant moms has changed over the years? Yeah, I think this it's definitely become more complex, um, which is, I think, a good thing because we, we have so much more information these days. NIPT testing, you know, testing for these um, kind of mutations or these chromosomal disorders weren't always there in the past. This DNA testing was never available, so we definitely have more tools that can equip us with more information to really tailor our interventions. And I think this personalized medicine has has changed the way we think about disease. It's more proactive than reactive these days, mm-hmm. and that's what's changed. It's, I think the nutritional information has stayed similar or about the same. We all know we have increased requirements. We know we need to we need to have a vitamin or something like that. Or, or extra, you know, nutritional support, but the tools and how to personalize it and that nutritional information, it's not just what is your carbs, your protein, your fats anymore, it's going what types of veggies are going to support this system. That's changed. We've become more detailed, more personalized, and I think more thinking about the person than just, oh, this is the general guide. The general, yeah. It's going, okay, you are, this, you are this person in this environment, how are we supporting mm. you here? And then I think the last thing is it's multifactorial now, where it was very kind of two-dimensional before. before we're looking at mental health now. We're looking at exercise. We're looking at diet. We're looking at nutrients. We're looking mm. at supplementation. Career. Taking careers. Exactly. Like everything, your sleep, your gut. You know, so that we're factoring a lot more than just what are you eating mm. at this point. Yeah. So now if I... Say, uh, for example, me, you know, I know you've touched a bit on it, but just if you can just touch a little bit on the other products that um, DNA analysis does is, um, so I've had my babies already, I don't want any more, so I won't need grow baby, but what other little testing can you do that would help me or support me as a mom? Yeah, so the nice thing about DNA analysis is once you've tested your first test, um, we actually run the all the variations, all the genes um, that the machine can possibly do, and that's about 800,000 genes yeah and then after that if you want um, a different test you basically we pull up a report and it's at a much reduced price which is really nice because we have the information now so they've got things like dinner health which looks at general health um you know risks for conditions or disease diet mind which looks like mental health so risks for cognitive decline addictive tendencies those you know the mood disorders um, resilience, which looks at how you perform in a corporate environment or if you're an athlete <clears throat> or somebody in a professional space, how do I stay, get, become more resilient in these adverse outcomes or environments? Um, 
there's skin, there's obviously the grow baby, there's a med check which looks at your medications and how you're metabolizing certain medications. Oh. So some people will have a, um, a side effect on a certain medication and others won't. And that's because we metabolize drugs differently according to our genetics. So your, your psychiatric drugs, your pain medications, your mm. cardio medications, those all can be, uh, we can look at those and see which ones are metabolizing well or not. Um, which is great. And remember, with all this DNA testing, you're just testing once because your DNA doesn't change. Mm. How it's expressed, we can modify and, and influence. But if you're testing at six months old or you're testing at 80 years old, the results will be the same, which is great. So talking about the test, how, how do we test? Is it needles? Do you poke it up my nose? How does it all work? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, not such an invasive test. Um, it's a blood spot, which is really nice. So it comes in a kit. You can obviously test... Um, in at a dialysis practitioner, so on the website they've got all of their practitioners. But um, so you can go in, test there. Otherwise, you can test at home. You can order the kits online and test at home. And it's basically a finger prick. They give you the little prick lancet. So basically, like you, if you were doing a cholesterol test, prick your finger. Um, you need two blood spots, and that's it. Okay. Sign the consent form, and you and you're done. And that's for all the tests? Yes. So you hang on to that sample forever and, and yeah, you know, so if I just want to grow a baby now, but then in a month or two months time I want something else, I don't need to prick myself again? No, you only need to do it once. Amazing. And once we've run it through, then we have all of that information and then we can just pull up reports going forward. Okay. For, and that's, a, that's the nice thing is in the past, you know, we started with 120 genes, you know, and as technology is evolving, we're, we're increasing that and we can get more information. And so... Um, you don't need to buy all these tests at once. You don't spend all this money at once. You can literally buy what's important for you now, what you want to know now, and later on, if you now menopausal and you've got um, hormone therapy and you want to know what are your risks for um, hormone cancers, you can do an estrogen test. That's mm. one of the ones that they do. Um, and I think it's also just important to note that all of the genes that we mentioned in the reports are all backed by evidence in, in science. So it's all been articles and studies that have been done on these specific genes and what the influence or outcome is, you know, based on the variation. So it's not just, okay, he has a gene, let's just add it in and, you know, give a recommendation. It's all backed by evidence and, and science, um, which which is really nice to know. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much. Tell us now, how do we get hold of you? If someone wants to do this test, Where? how do we find you? I think the easiest is, first of all, on the Dianalysis website, there's, if you um, are in a different area, you can go see which practitioners are online there. You can also order a test online. Um, but if you want to contact me directly, you can pop me an email at bernice at dianalysis.co.za. Um, I will add the link to cool. our... Perfect. I'll put it on yeah. our, our notes. And the website link is there. Um, but even if you want to contact them and speak to me, you can just, they can just ask for me um, there but yeah I think I think at the end of the day um, everybody has a, a practitioner or somebody that they want to go see whether it be a health coach or a dietitian or an integrative practitioner or somebody that they've walked a journey with and the nice thing is that a lot of practitioners especially the analysis they've got quite a, a broad base of practitioners on on there that are doing these tests that are able to help them um, and yeah I mean it's just basically going online and checking what's available. <laughs> and then I've got quite a few, we have quite a few listeners in the Netherlands, the UK and the States. So is DNA, DNA analysis 
DN analysis. Is that it? DN analysis. Gosh. Um, are you guys international or is it only South Africa? Yes, yes. Um, they are global, so they've actually got uh, testing centers in Europe. Okay. Um, and what's nice is the reports are DN analysis reports. So the reporting looks exactly the same. We just have labs um, okay. all around the world. So okay. based in the UK, based in the States and in Europe. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank cool. you so very much for yeah. joining us today. And um, yeah, I look forward to chatting to you again. I actually want to, we must chat about some gut health in our next podcast. Yes. That would be great. Yes, definitely. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this week's podcast. Please could you rate, review and share our podcast with someone it may interest. Keep an eye on our social media platforms for our upcoming events and our upcoming podcasts just to know what's happening in the Zestly life. If you would like to get hold of us, please email us at hello at zestlylife.com. Just a reminder that this podcast is for entertainment and education purposes only. See you next week.